Joe Biden spent decades warning of voter fraud. Why are the Dems trying to forget? And TikTok and WeChat are officially banned. Woo! Yeah! All that that and more, only on this episode of the Midday Mumbles Podcast. Welcome back to episode 46 of the Midday Mumbles Podcast. I'm your host, Gage. I'm Isaac. We're going to be talking about a lot of things. But first off, let's jump right into this pretty interesting story. So Joe Biden, you know, he's a presidential candidate with Kamala Harris. And, you know, he's he spent decades talking about voter fraud. He's, you know, he's, a, he's a real goofy guy, you know. You, you, right. can never, you never know what to expect with him. You know, he really likes to throw you for surprises. Like, yeah. with his policy decisions that... Um, you know, he'll just go with whatever is, uh, you know, cool at the time. I mean, he's what, kind of like a, a whatever 13 the cool year old kids. girl. And, you yeah. know, when everyone switches to wearing those really cool backpacks that have like the little fox thing on it, and they're really expensive for some reason, he immediately has one. He's got one right away. His parents, you know, they give him the money. He just does it. That That's, that's Biden, um, but in adult form and uh, political. But, but basically, <laughs> you know, Joe Biden, you know, he's freaking back at it again in the news you know he's running he's running for president it doesn't matter so basically he has been warning people for decades on voter fraud and now it seems like the democrats are like trying to forget about that like when you when you say that Isaac if you if you were on the outside oh, definitely, looking definitely it definitely does look like that at least by uh, the article i read <laughs> well okay the biggest thing is you know you hear these these democrats and i'm going to call them democrats it's not like they're a plague or something yeah them damn democrats um, all the dems all the dems it's not all the dems it's most of the it's it's the democrat leadership that that this all uh, comes into but you know you've heard them on the news you've heard trump talk about voter fraud and you've heard them say voter fraud is a myth voter fraud doesn't exist and okay fine let's let's just imagine for a second the voter fraud doesn't exist which is hard because you know five million dead people voted in the 2016 election but hey uh you know let's just say it doesn't exist for a minute why why would we be why would someone like joe biden be warning of of voter fraud for, you know, let's say, you know, he's been in politics for 40 plus years, but now all of a sudden when he's in the race and he just want, and, and the Democrats are willing to do anything to beat Trump, we, they've, they've, they've thrown that out the window. It's like, right, right. Oh, I mean, it doesn't well, exist. well, voter fraud doesn't exist. Uh, so you might as well not look for it after he, for some reason, wins the upcoming election, even yeah. though, you know, no one's a, you know, less supporters and, you know, you know, it was just generally wouldn't make sense for him to win. But he won all of a sudden. But don't look into voter fraud because it doesn't exist. Don't ask his previous self either, because um, the previous Joe Biden from from years past, he just didn't understand that voter fraud didn't exist. And that's that's really amazing. That really amazes me, though. Like, are are, are they going to be in a we t- we talk about this all the time, but like, are they really going to be that childish to where it's like, oh, well, we don't want Trump to win. So, you know, we're just going to, you know, that thing you've been talking about, but Biden, well, it doesn't exist. That's what we're running with. Like, yeah, you've been, you've been talking, you even, you know, collaborated with, um, with Senate majority leader, Mitch McConnell, but you know, it doesn't exist. That never well, happened. That was all I mean, dream. clearly he's okay with just caving to the will of the, Democratic Party, 
Um, because you don't you don't support some you don't fight against something for years and years and years while you're in Senate, and then when you're running for president, you, it's not like your mind is going to change then, unless there's some sort of motivation for that change. Unless there's, you know, it, it, what I'm trying to say is he wants voter fraud so he can win, so he supports it now. It, it benefits him now, yeah. even though it's something that he understands is wrong. Or yeah. there would be no other explanation I could think of for this sudden tonal shift. I don't think I don't think he's been enlightened to uh, new new realizations of voter fraud not existing in the past couple of years. No, I mean, and that's that's what gets me. It's like, what the hell? This is such a double standard. So to say, like, come on, like, oh yeah, we we're gonna do anything. And I think that's very childish, Isaac. Don't you think that the Democrat Party are so are they're they're sore lo- losers so much that well, to the point where like they. They would do anything. They would flip the switch. You know, they would change their rhetoric just to win an election. I don't. I don't think. I don't think either party side is beneath. Um, I, I don't. I, or above. I don't think they're above voter fraud. Either of them. I think they're both just machines of getting their candidate elected. Um, but what stands out to me is that Biden. Has, is fine with this shift. Biden's right. not standing against it. He's not sticking to his work. He's not sticking to his beliefs. He's bending to the whim of the Democratic GOP, which is very alarming because that means you're electing a puppet. You don't exactly. want a puppet in office. You know, and like we've said this, I mean, we we, t- we even talked to the, about this to the freaking governor we had on here, like about the political parties. I mean, wouldn't that make so much more sense, Isaac? Just like have don't have political parties and just be like, you know, you can you're running on your policies because this this whole Biden thing, it's it literally would make things more difficult. It's literally um, it, no, but this right here, this is literally the probably the best reason because you couldn't change to your party. You couldn't be like, I need the Democrat vote, so I'm gonna like you know agree with everything they say, even though I've spent the last forty years just agreeing with that. You know what I mean, like. It's the same with the Republicans, too. I mean, the Republicans do it all the time. It's like, you know, one minute we're against this and the next minute. I mean, I half the time, I don't even know what the hell we're supporting. I'm not like a party line Republican where I'm always going to vote Republican. But I just don't wow. see much on the other side anyway. So it's like, right. what the I hell? Mean, I mean, I think that's how it is with Democrats, to too. I just I think the only way we're going to solve this is if we just do away with political parties, just say, fuck it, you know. People run. Well, we'd, maybe we'd need real changes to our, our systems before something like that could be possible. At least I feel. I, I don't well, think yeah. it's very feasible to have everyone all of a sudden be the equivalent of an independent, and you know you have sixteen people running for president. That's just not feasible. Um, th- well, that's what the the parties help a lot in that they narrow it down to two. You vote for two. Yeah, but it just doesn't work. It just doesn't right, work, it, though, man. It makes it easier, and that's why we have them. It makes it easier for voters. It makes it more simple and simple to understand. But it's a dangerous thing. That that easiness comes with a lot less opportunity and allows for a lot more corruption. So it's a trade-off. And I, frankly, don't think most people would be willing to put in the time 
to allow for a system that wasn't political parties. So that that is my concern. I think most people are too lazy and they won't want to learn about all the candidates. They're just going to want to vote for what they because because most people have the ease of it. They, they don't think about politics too much. They don't you know, it doesn't worry them. Maybe they'll make an occasional Facebook post that's complaining about whatever side they're opposed to. But voting's very simple. They don't even have to look into it. Oh, I'm a Democrat. I'll just vote for Joe Biden. No, I'm a Republican. I'll just vote for Donald Trump. That's how it is for most people. They don't put thought into it. They don't exactly. go against the grain. And, and like there's just, people, there's families, people that I know, especially around here, and you talk to them and they're like, yeah, I've, I've been a Democrat for all my life. I'm just going to vote Democrat. Well, do you agree with what they're doing? I mean, yeah. Like, you know, they're all over the place. It's like they, they don't have a straight answer. Like, it's always the whatever CBS is saying or whatever, you know, CNN is saying like, have you seen his, t- have you seen Trump's tweets? What about it? I mean, I think that's, I think that's honestly probably one of the best things about him because it's a direct line to the president. I mean, literally it's like, rather than going through, you know, 10 different, uh, you know, objectives, like freaking, uh, you know, going, you know, him saying something in a press conference, you know, getting edited down, edited down even more until it makes it to the actual news you know, at that point, it's like, what the hell is the point? The, they just get pissed off because Trump can actually talk the way he wants, and, and they have a harder time. Right. They have a harder time, um, you know, having this false narrative. The media right. does when Trump's tweeting exactly what he thinks, and anyone can go see it. Well, I, I think I think Trump's tweets are a little on the risky side. He should definitely. I don't. Put, he should don't, put more because, thought into his tweets a lot of times before he sends them out. Listen, Trump is tweeting what He's everyone in America is thinking. Gauge. But tr- listen, Trump is tweeting what everyone is thinking, okay? And you Get know what? Wrong. If if we, if we as American citizens are too afraid to put someone in power that's thinking the same way we are, then that that must say something about our about about our our um our uh, culture. That mu- that must say something about our country. If we're too if we're too embarrassed to put someone in power that thinks exactly the way we do, because you know most people think think that way, you know, conservative or liberal. I mean, half the shit he says is truth. It's like, you know, he he criticizes politicians for their hip, for being hypocritical. Sure, everyone's hypocritical once in a while. You know, I mean, I I mean, I, I, um, I mean, uh, Isaac. Can you tell me with a straight face that you've never uh, contradicted yourself? Ah, uh, uh, no, <laughs> no, and I, I can't either. But I, I've it's said not- I've said a lot of things, uh, just kind of off off whim, you know, just kind of spewing garbage out of my mouth that I would typically that I would like to go back on. But it's not. Uh, but it, but it's not an excuse when it happens changed, all the time. You know. But it's but it's not an excuse when it happens all the time. At that point, you become right. a liar. Like right. that's really what it comes down to. When you're like when you, when you're saying things all the time and then going and doing something else, once in a while I see you know what if you make a mistake we're human, but every goddamn day, like you look at these other politicians and that's what Trump calls out. Sure, I'm sure Trump has has contradicted himself many times in the past, but like he doesn't do it so much. Like he he's not you know in front of the presidential podium making speeches and then a week later saying something totally different. Like with coronavirus, and I know people in the descriptions uh, in the comments are going to be like, "Oh my God, what about coronavirus? What about coronavirus?" We're finding new things out about COVID all the time. I mean, wouldn't you say that, Isaac? I mean, there's all—I mean, sure. there's always new, something new about it. I mean, he was promoting this drug. The drug cured a majority of of the cases, or at least made it better. And the media picked him apart about that, which is—I mean, whatever. I guess fair enough. I mean, not fair enough. I think that was very immature. 
I don't know. I, I, I like his Twitter, though. I think uh, I think it's an important I think, thing. But... I think he should read it before he posts it. I mean, I'm sure he does. But I think he should be more cautious with some of the things he says. I think the content of what he's saying typically is a good thing. But I think the way he says it a lot of times is a little too unpolished for our president sort of deal. But overall, I think it's very positive because it goes against the grain. It's breaking the system. Our system has been too, too the way it is for too long. (laughs) Well, when us as a nation, when us as a nation, you know, we've been like corruption has gone on way too long. You know, there have been politicians that, you know, once there's there's only one Trump every, you know, so many decades and people that actually want to go against the corrupt politicians. And I think at, at this point, we're we're so far along with this corruption thing that honestly, the last thing we should worry about is hurting someone's feelings. Like, honestly, at this point, we just need to hit them in the well, fucking except, balls with a baseball bat have, and tell them this is how it is. People have never been more worried about people's feelings than nowadays with woke culture and cancel culture. And But I know, really just, don't give a shit what Ahan Omar thinks or AOC thinks when Trump tweets about how fucking retarded they are, because that's the absolute truth. I mean, you listen to what they say, you know, and these are Congress people. These are this, these are Congresswomen and Congressmen. What the hell? Why are they in power? You know, my fucking dog could do a better job than them. I'm just saying. Um, well, your dog wouldn't do anything at all, which would be more beneficial to the country. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bet you my dog would have higher approval ratings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, listen, Trump, I think, is doing a great job. But, like, this whole Biden thing, honestly... We right, we're, to, we're, straying, like, we're straying off topic, Gage. Go, going off topic. But this is extremely hypocritical for the left. I mean, listen, Biden, and this is a this is a direct message to Biden. You know, I know he probably he, he definitely won't watch this, but like Biden, man, I mean, come on, like be an adult. You know, if you believe in something, push for that. Don't be like, don't be a sheep. Don't right, be like, you should, I, I want this office position, so I'm gonna you know do whatever the radicals want. Like, no. The reason, the reason why you should be running is not that you don't want Trump as president. The reason why you should be running is because you have strong beliefs about problems in our government and strong beliefs about ways to fix it. It should be but, you see a problem and you want to get into office to fix it and you're devoted to that, to fixing our country, to making it better. Not I'm better than the other candidate. That's not why you should be running. That's you. You're off course. You're off the mentality of how to build right. a country. That's it's, why he's dangerous. He's not running for his beliefs. He's running because he wants to be the winner of the Democratic Party and stop Trump. And once he does become the winner of the Democratic Party, I mean, I know we talked about his health last week or, or the week before, but like, let's be honest here. Let's say, theoretically speaking, you know, the worst case scenario is he gets into office. You know, he get diagnosed with dementia, Alzheimer's. And he gets, you know, taken out of office because he can't, you know, fulfill. Right. Then his vice president takes over. Who's going to take, you know, who's going to take over? Radical Harris, like radical Kamala Harris. Honestly, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be surprised. I wouldn't put it, I wouldn't put it past him to get Biden into office because he stands a chance. And then all of a sudden Biden gets assassinated. I wouldn't put it past him. I don't think he'd get assassinated. I I, I think that uh, he or, would just... Or he, he gets out of office in some way. That's clearly I, I, set up. 
Well, I think I think the Democratic Party knows his health issues, his health problems. And I think that they're pushing this because that is their plan. I'm thinking that and this is I mean, this isn't this is just our theories. But like, I mean, let's be honest here. You see it in his in his speeches. You you see it. You hear it. Why? Why are we putting him in charge? You know, why is he getting you know, why is he even a nominee? I mean, at least put someone that's capable of the office if they won. You right. know, like, let's be honest here. And I think that's honestly what they're planning on doing. I think what's going to happen is he's going to be in office for maybe a few months. And then if he gets elected, if not six months, and then all of a sudden he's going to have deteriorate. Uh, yeah, Gage can't speak. Hashtag cancel Gage. Um, he's going to have health problems. And basically he's going to have to get uh, resign or something. And then Kamala is going to take over, who is basically just the most radical Democrat there is. I mean, come on. Like, what are we doing here? This is this is a screwed up situation. 2020 isn't just a bad year because of COVID. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen I've seen some posts on Facebook that were like, COVID-19 is better than Biden 20. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be good. honest. It is because like COVID-19, it, it, yeah, it is what it is. It's, it's only killed 100,000 people. Well, I say only kill. Don't take that out of context. Yeah, right. Gage I mean, thinks it's <laughs> it's not good. If the numbers aren't fudged, which eh, if the numbers aren't fudged, uh, yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. It's right. Real, people dying is not a good thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with which you. Is, which is why you shouldn't vote for the Democratic Party leaders that support things like, oh, oh, these hospitals that that are available to treat people and take care of them. No, they're they're definitely overrun. So we should be taking the COVID nineteen people and putting them in the nursing homes with the most vulnerable people. <laughs> like. <laughs> Come yeah, I think, on. You you've got you've the, gotta wonder if they're just trying to kill off the elderly to deal with um the yeah. the, the social security problems of it. I, I think mean, I heard that there were like seventeen cases in the Madison nursing home, like Yeah, yeah. It recently what got the hell? It, it recently had a, a a minor explosion in the state of Maine from uh, resulting from a wedding. But it's, still, but it's still it's still such a small number though. Five thousand cases. I mean, what the hell? Like, let's be honest. Five thousand cases. I mean, that's nothing. That one hundred and thirty eight deaths. Still, like, there, yeah, it's gone up forty five cases like in the last couple of days. Like nothing. And there's six. There's there's over six million cases in the United States. So that's a drop in the bucket. Still. Now a word from our sponsor. WeChat. What about it? They're they're going away. They're going away. Oh, uh, boy. I'm excited. Why? Um, well, I hate the applications. Um, so, I mean, that that's just because I dislike them. So, I'm I'm stoked. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think a lot of people are going to be really bummed out. I think a lot of people are going to be upset. And I think it's a dangerous move. I think it's a very dangerous move to ban to these ban applications. To ban yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be upset at Trump for this. Oh, yeah. You want to see that? So on Facebook, I had saw someone in my friends list had said something like they shared the link saying that that TikTok is being banned on Sunday or something. And and um, they she had said, fuck Trump or something or yeah, fuck Trump or something. Yeah, it was fuck Trump. And I said, I said, I quoted that. I said, fuck Trump because he's trying to protect your data from the from the Chinese Communist Party. 
and like 50 people liked my comment were like, you know, calling this person a fool. It's like, <laughs> like, come on, let's be honest here. Like this, that's why Trump wants to ban TikTok. Uh, it's, you know, and, and they've had ample opportunity to sell to American company. I mean, the Microsoft deal fell out. Um, it is what it is. You know, right. it's life. So let's be honest. I mean, we talked about TikTok once before. I don't really care. Isaac doesn't really care. I mean, I did start using the app just well, a little bit. I mean, I feel like what's going to happen is it's going to get banned. Everyone's going to forget about it and move on. And they're going to use some other application to post their stupid, silly videos. And everyone's going to forget about TikTok. I mean, look what happened to Vine. Basically, yeah, that's what happened nothing, to Vine. It's nothing more than Vine, except and, this is... And then I think probably further than that, some other American company is then going to buy it later after it's already dead and it will never revive it will never I come know. back it's going to be a waste for the company because everyone's going to move on have moved on to another application and that's that and people will forget about it and tiktok will be as vine and there'll be maybe youtube videos being like look at all these funny tiktoks that are never gonna be playing again or something like that you know there's those with vine for the rest of for, they're still on youtube you can still find the vine videos well i know that oracle oracle has um has really like pushed to their interest in, to buy tiktok but the biggest thing is these companies are are are, are asking such a little number because it's almost like they're so they know that tiktok is in a hard spot right now because Obviously, the TikTok and WeChat apps are worth probably hundreds of billions of dollars. But like with right now, if like let's say TikTok loses the U.S. market, it's going to like depreciate in value by like probably 50 percent, you know, if not more, because that's that's where a majority of, of the popularity comes from is the United States. Um, so like a company like Microsoft comes in and offers five billion dollars for an app worth hundreds of billions of dollars. You know, that is that really a good a good buy? No. I mean, it's a good buy for Microsoft, but t- you obviously TikTok's gonna gonna you know say no to that. I mean, it's Isaac. I mean, would you would you would you sell a company you, that was worth hundreds of billions of dollars for five billion dollars? Uh, uh, no, not unless I really felt like there was no chance for it to succeed. Um, I, I think I think TikTok won't do well if there's no America for its clients. Mm. I think. You know what I think is going to happen with it? You know what? when Fortnite got banned off of iPhones? Yep. Right? And people couldn't download anymore, but the application still ran. There was tons of iPhones on eBay getting sold for like astronomical prices that had yeah. Fortnite downloaded on them. <laughs> I bet the same thing's going to happen with TikTok. Everyone's going to be trying to sell phones with with the TikTok pre-installed on it so that you know, they can make a bunch of money off of it. Maybe I should sell um, my phone. My phone has TikTok on it. <laughs> Isaac, get TikTok on your phone. Yours is a piece of shit phone. Like, come on, man. Yeah, sell it. You have, you have one day left. Come on, man, do it. No, I'm, there's no way. There is no way I'm downloading TikTok on my phone. Even if you could sell no it for like $1,000? Nope, don't even care. That seems like a bad deal because there's billions of phones with TikTok on it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to sell for that much more than their value. They well, might. The same thing with might. Fortnite. Right. That's true. Pretty much so many phones had Fortnite pre-installed on them. So, like, and those are selling for a lot of money. Um, but what was my point in saying that? I don't know. But I bet that's what's going to happen. I, I <laughs> um, 
I wonder if they'll shut down the TikTok servers. Like, I wonder if TikTok will know. no longer be able to work or if I, people won't be able to download it. Anymore. Well, I feel like since I, I really don't know because like the servers are in are in China, obviously. But like, mm. that is a good question. Could people I, just I, use I don't know. a VPN to still download it and still use it? Yeah, they could actually. Right. That could be so. So like there could be a lot of workarounds, but like. Are people actually going to go through with it? I don't know. I feel like just another app's going to replace it. It's not really going to be a big deal. But what I think stands out is, uh, what is it? Did you say 100 million people in the United States use it? Or did I read that on one of the articles? I think it was like 100 million. I'll try to find it so I can actually. Uh, it's got to be more than 100 million people. Uh, yeah, yeah, right here on on um, the New York Times is uh, Trump administration to ban TikTok and WeChat from U.S. app stores. Um, they said more than a hundred million people in the United States use it. Um, okay, use it. That that's a serious chunk of U.S. citizens. Oh yeah, using TikTok. This is a but, risky move by Trump. But you know what it shows? You know what it shows that's above Biden. You know how it shows that Trump is above Biden is that he's willing to do something that's not popular or doesn't really make much sense because he believes in it and he believes in the United States and he wants the United States to be a secure and safe country for its citizens. So he's willing to do a risky move that he believes in. He's not not faltering based off of just getting elected. That stands out to me. That shows Trump is a good candidate. That shows he's not corrupt. Isaac's really trucking on there. Uh, Hands down. That's like... That's it's big. It's big. <laughs> it's huge. Frankly, frankly, it's huge. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It is unpopular, obviously. And sure, yeah, there's 100 million people that, uh, you know, people that uh, use it. That doesn't mean there's 100 million devices. It's probably much more than that uh, right. that haven't installed. But I mean, the US, think about it like this it's 100 million individual users' data exposed to the chinese communist party which is yeah. like that's a that's a big number i mean that's the security of a hundred million right people. And the and chinese we, communist party is also not above um just stealing american data for whatever their purposes are even if they're just selling it and they're think about not this. above it they are think very about, corrupt <laughs> think about this imagine like you know there being some politicians you know kid that's on the app and like they get in the, they see the data and they can, you know, go through the phone and stuff. I mean, look, you know, that's such a security breach on not only American citizens, but American government, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I, I am totally in favor for this because I'm, I have no problem with, with Chinese, Chinese apps, but they need to be willing to, you know, agree and, and, uh, and abide by our terms Set right. by our All lawmakers. Their, their servers for America should be hosted in America, and they should be following American legal rules. And there should be no <laughs> transfer of data to the Chinese counterpart of the company. I think then it would be okay, as long as they were abiding by our rules and none of American data was being sent ever to China. Then it's okay. I right. don't know. I don't know how much data or what data or if even any data is being sent. Um, so don't, don't take this as me saying that they are doing that, but that would be, that would be my, um, 
point of saying it's okay for TikTok to be an operating company from China, as long as no data could ever get in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party or being sold. They're at least selling data. Most companies sell data, which is awful. I don't think any company should ever be legally allowed to sell user data. I mean, I feel like okay, okay. I feel like I go on my email and I get bunches of spam emails from these companies, and I go and click unsubscribe, right? And then they see, oh, this person unsubscribed. Let's just sell it to three other companies for them. Without, to- <laughs> without, well, okay, without data though, and and this is business gauge popping in. Without data, it could drastically hurt our economy because of the fact that a majority of of the internet marketing is done with by user based ads. So without that, companies are going to start losing money. Therefore, the economy is going to is Companies going to drop. Companies could survive before the internet gave. Yeah, but it was there. But yeah, but there was such uh, there was much a uh, much. I less. don't think there's any reason to be tracking and it's it's more I mean, efficient nowadays though because you have a company that that wants to get you know ads for their products served in front of relevant per people relevant people that are actually going to sure. buy the product rather than years ago spending you know millions of dollars to to have billboards in t- in cities. When you know maybe only two percent of the people that saw it were actually going to buy a product, so I think it's more efficient for these companies to 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 have the user based ads because it's just much easier, honestly, and, it and it's better be for the economy. It might be easier, and it might be more beneficial to the company. But do you really think it's okay for companies to be able to obtain and sell? identifiable information i mean i don't know how much is actually personally identifiable but i'm sure there's a trace you could follow there you know yeah i mean like i i do i do think it's important because and it does help the economy because you go on facebook and there are a lot of americans that'll scroll through facebook or people from other countries that are shopping from american stores and they see stuff relevant to them and they buy it you know, versus years ago where it was like, oh, I see a billboard on the street. Maybe I'll go into, you know, fucking Macy's and buy this. Or maybe I'll go into Walmart and pick this up. But like now it's like a call to action. And it, there's so there's so much more growth. There's more money in, in, in sales. That's that's incur- so Think what about you're it, saying Isaac. is it's good because it encourages impulse buying, which puts more money into the companies. No, impulse buying is, is only a small factor in it. Like what I'm saying is. You see a relevant ad for something like there's products that I've I didn't even know existed, but like I'll see it on Facebook or something. Sure, I, or I mean I honestly, yeah, I, I think um, I mean the the actual ability of advertisements to be catered to me and be actually serving me ads I'd be interested in is so terrible. Literally, I was I was looking at um, desks because I want to buy a desk for my bedroom, and. Um, like I, I Google searched it a couple times, and literally every single ad on his, like I'll get I'll get on a web page and it has maybe uh, five of those Google uh, ads the right. the Google ads and they're all from the same company and they're all like three thousand dollar like super expensive desks because I visited that site once uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like I'm never gonna buy these. I mean, sure, I was looking at desks, but I'm not going to buy this uh, $2,400 ebony wood uh, executive desk. Like, the, well, wouldn't the you ability rather, for ads to actually do targeting. Wouldn't you rather see an ad that's relevant to you than an ad that's just random? Like, okay, let's be honest. Like, No. And, and I, lo- no, I love how... Quite frankly, I lo- it's a little creepy. I don't. Because, like... Uh, and and I, I like how like with YouTube TV and Hulu TV, they're actually starting to do user based ads 
which I love because I'd rather see a game trailer than I would a freaking ad about, you know, fucking, I don't know, women's products or something. Like, honestly, let's be honest. Sure. I really just don't care, though. I, I don't like care about Dove the soap. ad. I don't, I'm not going to pay any attention to the ad anyway. So why would I want them to be collecting my data and giving me the ad? Isaac, I think it's just a matter of opinion, I guess. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm for it. I think a majority, if it was explained to a majority of Americans, I feel like it, they would be for it as well. Because ultimately, it just helps the economy. I don't know. With the amount of think of think of all the VPN networks that thrive on people's insecurities about their personal data. I don't know if it is the majority age. I think a lot of people are really creeped out by companies collecting data on them and targeting things at them based on their data. I mean, do do we really want... I mean, sure, is it right now? Is it Big Brother is always watching and listening to you? No. I mean, most of the things you say and do on the internet, they're probably not going to be visited by an actual person. But, like, still, people are worried about it. It's kind of creepy. I don't necessarily want a lot of my data unless I choose for it to be public. Like, I choose for this podcast to be a public thing, and people can watch it, and people... Isaac doesn't you know, have a choice. Isaac doesn't have a choice. Do I, I want, haven't locked do I in my basement. Do I want companies to be collecting data on me? If it's an option, no. For do the most I, part, though, I, you can I, When turn I set up off. a new set of windows on a computer... I go into the settings and I turn off every single tracking and and um, sending notice things to Windows. I turn all of them off because I don't trust their business practices. But you can turn this off. I don't want my data to be in the hands of them to decide. But you can turn it off, though. That is an option. Yeah, you can. You can on Windows, and but like website cookies, they're the same thing. Except you really can't turn them off. It's just the website will say, "Yeah, we use cookies." I mean, we cannot use the like, website. This is the reason like, why Trump is banning TikTok to get it back on course. Trump is banning TikTok because TikTok obviously collects user data like everyone else, but they're a Chinese company and they're operating from China and they store their data in Chinese servers. That's why he's banning it because they can do unsavory things with that data. So do you? is it even good for any companies to be able to do that if a Chinese company can't be trusted? Can we trust American companies more than a Chinese company? I don't think yeah, so. I think so. I don't well, think so. To a point. Most companies are willing to do things that are not strictly legal, I would think. I mean, yeah, I don't the, have anything the to Chinese back up, but com- I would think. The Chinese Communist Party, though, would, would do more things political than... like that. That's why I, I'm worried about them having it, because, like, you know, they can they can use the data to, to you know, uh, to, well... A lot of things, actually. Like I had said, they made the example about the politician. I mean, blackmail. I mean, all that shit. Like, they can do a lot more than American companies. American companies, it's like, I mean, I guess. But, like, then then they just wouldn't be trusted. Chinese companies don't really give a shit. They're like, you, you use app or you don't use app. I mean, American companies, well, there's, it's there's like... there's literally webcams in China that, like, there's, there's, there's government spy cams littered through their cities that will take pictures of your license plate if you're speeding and they'll just, like, automatically deal with it. There's no, there's no people involved. They just watch you all the time. And they collect everything you do. And if you do yeah, something they have that that's in America not too. following their rules, boom. You're, you're in trouble for it, you know? Well, I mean, they have street cameras in America too. That. Yeah, they have street cams, but that's like in case you shank someone in the street, so they can figure out who did that. And that's a lot of times those are businesses who that have those cams. Who done that? Da, da, 
They do have speeding cameras, too. I don't like those. I don't support that. Why? Do you really like automated speed traps? I don't know. No, I don't. Because to be honest, I like to go 80, 90 miles an hour. But uh, and there's there's no human (laughs) discretion in that. You know, what if what if you're speeding because your your pregnant wife needs to be rushed to the hospital right now? You know, most cops, they're going to let you go for that. But a speeding ticket camera is not going to let you go for that. You're going to be getting things in the mail for it. If you think or you the know police Isaac, are going to be visiting your door. If, if you if you think you know Isaac, just wait until you get him in a car going 80, 90 miles an hour, and he's like he's a completely different person. What do you mean? <laughs> you're like you're going to kill me, Gage. That's because you drive terrible. <laughs> you <laughs> you're going to get mean, me killed. If you're driving that fast, you better be holding it in the lines. But you don't <laughs> hold it in the lines, Gage. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. You drive I'm... carelessly. Ah, uh, shut up, I don't Isaac. care if someone's driving. Well, I mean, I don't support people speeding. I think most people drive way too fast, even though I'm sometimes guilty of driving too fast. Isaac um, and his grandma Buick. Ah, um, uh, I think I, I think that's uh But yeah, TikTok bad. It, though. TikTok, TikTok bad. I don't like TikTok. Now, I'm fine with okay. Trump getting rid of it. It's not going to okay. change anything, though. Now, word from our sponsor. And we're back then at episode 46 of the Medievals podcast. It's been nice. You guys want to see something? So I sent... So Isaac graduated, and I sent him a, a, a card, and he just all... Were you graduating oh, you're, showing him, you're showing him the, the thank you card that I gave you, uh, like, uh, several months late. Yeah, you, you graduated, like, back in June, and I'm finally getting a thank you card. For the record, I never sent out thank you cards for me. But, like, mine and Brody's cards are customized. So, as you can see, there's, like, old childhood stickers. Uh, you know, as you can it's not focused. But still, the American flag. Oh, Isaac, you're, you're, just, you're, you're cool. You I, know, tri- you're giving me I the tricked American that card stuff. right out for you, Gage. This is, this is <laughs> going to be in the background of all future episodes. Uh, but I just had it on my desk, you know, because... You know, it was nice. It was nice of him. I want to say thank you, Isaac, for sending me a thank you card seven months late. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you for thanking me for the thank you card, Gage. Right. You know, I you know, I went through a lot to get Isaac a thank you. Uh, not a thank you card. I went through a lot to get Isaac a graduation card. Like, because of COVID, everything was closed. You know, I went to Skowhegan. They made me wear a mask into Walmart. I told them to go fuck themselves, and I walked away. You know, I had to go to, to Rite Aid, which was closed for maintenance. I was like, I went through a lot for you. Come on, man. Why didn't you just go to, like, uh, Family Dollar in Madison or, like, Rennie's? I didn't know those places. I know Rennie's existed, but I don't know. I'm very you know uh, Family I'm, Dollar in Madison? I, I do now, but I didn't at the how, time. How? Okay, okay, okay. Well, okay. I'm, right, very, I'm very socially <laughs> awkward, too. I don't like being out of my comfort zone. So like I have a family hard time. dollar, family dollars. Just it, it's it's too risky. Too you know, risky. You, I might get recognized. You're the guy yeah. from the podcast, aren't you? <laughs> oh yeah, that, that always happens. <laughs> Isaac likes being recognized. Have you ever been recognized from the podcast, Isaac? Uh, no. I've been no, once. Yeah. <laughs> Are you that loud ass on fucking? Um, the podcast that's me i don't know hey you're the idiot that posts things on facebook <laughs> yeah you're that idiot that posts your podcast on facebook aren't you yeah i am uh sue me bitch uh <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah like like the video if you liked it you know subscribe for more epic content um yeah we'll see you guys all in the next one probably next week or you know i don't know never however yeah yeah we'll post more episodes in the future subscribe and whatnot email us if you want talkmumbles at gmail.com that'd be pretty cool and don't Uh, vote for joe biden okay don't vote for joe biden please don't i'm isaac i've engaged see you later signing off have a good one